Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You can't milk an almond. I bet it's called almond milk because nobody can say nut juice with a straight face. I can't take this long-distance relationship anymore. Fridge, you're coming to my room. Instead of a flower girl, I want a parmesan boy to sprinkle cheese down the aisle at my wedding. (laughs) But, Shannon, I don't like cheese. You don't like cheese. We've been busted. Those are not our jokes. They're not our jokes, but they're very good jokes. Whose jokes are they? So those jokes are from Bella Younger, a.k.a. Deliciously Stella. She's a comedian, and she is our special guest today. She's very funny, and I bet she can say those jokes in a much more funnier way than we can. Yeah, delivery wasn't great. But she came in, and you guys had a crisp party. We did. We both love crisps. She makes funny jokes about food, and she's got a book coming out, so we thought, what better challenge than a crisp party? So we can find out who won that later. Georgia Murray also, well, has she been to a party? She's going to a party. She's going to a party. She's going to a party by Galdem founder Liv Little, who was her guest today. So Liv set up Galdem, which is an online magazine. Yeah, and that's going to be really interesting. We're going to find out all about that and the party that George is going to. Fashion Week has hit us. It's getting a bit tedious, this party they I know, I mean, there's loads <laughs> of parties. Uh, so I spoke to Gemma and Joe. Joe's a stylist on our fashion team and Gemma is a digital fashion editor. That's Gemma's podcast debut. It is. So I spoke to them about micro trends this week. Shannon, do you know what a micro trend is? I don't, but I can't wait to find out. You'll be finding out. We can stop the party link soon, but I also went to a party. Great, so everybody <laughs> went to a party apart from me. Yes, I went to a launch of This Is Grime, which is a new book by writer Hattie Collins and photographer Olivia Rose. So I went to the launch party to see what it's all about. So I'm going to be finding out why everyone loves grime. You are. Great, well, I'm going to go find out what a micro trend is. Okay, perfect, get in the cupboard. Hello girls, how are you? Hi Annie. Hi Annie. So I'm here with Gemma and Joe. Would you both like to say what you do at ASOS? Yes, I am the digital fashion editor and Joe, you're I am a women's wear stylist. So Joe's been on the podcast a couple of times, but Gemma, it's your first time it on is. the podcast. Maybe, yeah. Um, and we're going to be talking about something a little bit different. So where in the past we've talked about trends sort of as a whole and for the mood of the season, we're going to be talking about micro trends. So Gemma, do you want to explain a little bit about what is a micro trend? So yeah, a micro trend is literally what it sounds like, a bite-sized thing. It's quite small. Um, it's quite easy to do. I tried to have a little think about things that you can do now when it's still a bit hot 
um, but you're not quite ready to put a coat on, the weather's changing, that kind of vibe. And so. it's like the little details, isn't it? Yes. So we look at a lot of street style things yeah. and look at celebrities. So whereas when we think of trends for the magazine, it's more about as the whole season. Yeah, and, and catwalk. Catwalk and... stuff. Yeah, this is a bit more kind of of the moment, like something you can do right now that's like hopefully not too expensive that you can just tap into but feel like you're getting a little bit cooler Great. doing it. So little <laughs> updates, little updates that you can do now. Yes. Okay, so what is the first one we're going to be talking about? So the first one that I am into is Lace Up. So not so much lace, just literally lace up. So kind of that detailing, you've probably seen it on... Hoodies, maybe? That's where hoodies. I'm noticing it more at we the like, moment. Fashion. We like to talk mm, about a hoodie. I love a hoodie. I think I mention a hoodie every time <laughs> I'm on there. So it's like shoelace detail, yeah. basically, it is, is what we and mean. And it's like, the, the real thing about it is that kind of crisscross. You see it a lot on tops, don't yes. you, as a little detail, but where mm. else are we seeing it? So at the minute, I literally today saw Bella Hadid doing it. Um, she is in New York for Fashion Week, but she is literally wearing a white vest, but it's just at the front kind of got that really tiny I think for her it's not even a shoelace it's like a little ribbony type skinny ribbon kind of lacing through and it's got that real kind of Bridget Bardot sort of like undone kind of vibe and it looks really summery and gorgeous but obviously now that we're sort of moving on tracksuits track I've seen it down the sides of tracksuits is where yeah we're sort of that's where it's moving on to exactly it? and it's getting bigger and longer you see it quite a lot on tops, but now it's about that detail on down yeah. the side of trousers. Yeah, and like you've seen it a lot on Riri, like the Puma Fenty collection, um, where she did it all, like literally all the way down the front of a maxi dress, or like I said, up the side of jogging bottoms, and just going like full length rather than just like on your top. It's quite cool because it's that corsetry yeah. look and feel. Okay, but it's on sportswear, which is kind of weird but it's a nice mix and some other person to name check was B Hayley Baldwin just did it on jeans but who is a friend of Bella Hadid uh, obviously yeah hang they're out. twinning <laughs> <laughs> but she's done it rather than up the side which I think is more yeah. pumery venti feel there it's kind of like going up the front and it looks a bit like American footballery oh nice kind of, yeah <laughs> and you know who else um I think would be a good one to look at for maybe going out, how to do it for going out. Alexander Wang, New York Fashion mm, Week. So obviously it's yeah. spring, summer 17 that they're showing at the minute. So it's like way, way, way in the future. But that's why it's quite nice that it's a micro trend that you can tap now is that what he's done is kind of done it around the body. And so it almost looks a bit like all saintsy. Like, so they're wearing crop tops that are a bit oh, so baggy. Like back in the day. Exactly. A bit baggy, like kind of crop top. And then maybe like a baggy trouser, but they've got this sort of like corsetry around their stomach. Um, Great, so it is for yeah. now, but then also designers at the moment, where it's fashion week it's, at the moment. It's already for, yeah, It's already coming out spring, summer, so you'll be ahead. 17, <laughs> spring, summer, 17. Spring, summer, 17. Great, okay, so lace up. Uh, what is another micro trend that we're looking at? Um, so another one kind of inspired by seeing it at um, New York Fashion Week was patches and badges. So part of my job, I look at the street style, see what's coming in, and our street style photographer, Urban Spotter, has taken loads of pictures of 
such it's like the cutest trend this is so it's like little badges or patches that you sew on yourself that just like adds a little like personality to so things. do we mean everything from embroidered things to little pins anything like that personalization yeah and what are we seeing personalization we've spoken about before isn't it a lot on denim but then i've seen it again going back to so this is obviously a trend for spring summer 17 but if you want to go back and do it now for autumn winter 16 Mew Mew did it but rather than obviously we've seen it a lot on um denim Mew Mew did it on velvet which was really nice little velvet jackets and customizing them so I'd never think of that I think maybe to put like an ornate brooch or something on velvet velvet, yeah but actually that's maybe gives it a little makes it a bit more casual yeah and it's a bit bit varsity a bit weird but do you know who's just worn that as well is Chiara is it Ferragani yeah in uh, the Italian um, blogger blogger yeah and she's wearing the exact Mimi jacket that Joe's talking about that's really cute so it's mm. about adding a bit of personality yeah. which I think is quite big as well for this season that is a really nice way an easy way to do it and what do we think the more the merrier 100% just pile them on yeah. I think you can either go just literally patch on the arm or you can cover the back of your jacket you know it you're winning either way i kind of want my name i think i want my oh, name yeah, on the always, back of jacket. always get the initials ultimate <laughs> um okay so patches lace-ups and what i think we've got one more micro trend yeah so this definitely feels quite summery going into autumn is like wearing a top over a top so obviously layering everyone's fed up of doing that mid-winter but this is quite a nice way of doing it in the sense that it's kind of like little vests over t-shirts or the update that i've been noticing especially if like people on the street at fashion week is like sounds a bit crazy but like a bustier or so it's like again that lace up like yeah. that corset um and then you've got like a really kind of maybe even scruffy t-shirt underneath. The Kardashians do it in like yeah. a mega corsetry way. Yeah, because they have it literally just around their waist. I think you can get those t-shirts now where it's sort of a two-in-one. Attached. Yeah. So it's already, even so it's better. even easier. You yeah. don't even have to, it's just already done for you. Yeah. A really cool girl, um, she's called Michelle Salem. Um, her Instagram, she's she's actually the brand manager for Opening Ceremony. She's she's where I first saw it on Instagram and I was like, oh, it's quite, I quite like the look of it. And, and really do cool. you think it's about the contrast? So the T-shirt is very casual yeah. and then you have almost the lingerie that actually is a different feel and yeah. putting those two together. Yeah, but then all we're doing, we've just recently shot a lot of it for the magazine, um, which is more like, yeah, so again, like your band casual T-shirt, but then like a Lurex bustier and you know so it can't it doesn't have to look like lingerie it can still just be a bit and that's interesting that it's not just casual then it's yeah. an also no, it's that going out low. update as well yeah and then pair it with a pair of you know ripped jeans well i've got three tips that i actually will have to tell shannon so that she can write her shopping list of what mm-hmm. she has to buy next <laughs> but um it's really good because it's all stuff that you can do now yeah definitely. and they're just little mini updates mm-hmm. great well thanks so much um, and come back, Gemma, for another episode. Will do. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I like a micro trend. Do you? Yeah, I think if we were a micro trend to a trend, is that a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. It's the little details. Yeah. And you're actually very on trend because you've got the Fenty Puma by Rihanna top. I do, but it's not one with lace up. So is it still a micro trend or am I just on trend? Um, I think maybe you should get the other one. So did you wear your top to the party you went to? I didn't because it's white and I thought I'd spill something on it. And I think okay, it yeah, that's me. a very good decision. Yeah. So what exactly was the party for? 
Well, it's a book launch and panel talk. So this book, This Is Grime, it's written by Hattie Collins, who's the features director at ID. And all the images are shot by Olivia Rose, who's photographer ID in Vogue and is really cool. And it basically documents grime from when it started in around 2003 to now with the likes of Stormzy and Skepta. So who was on the panel then? So it was hosted by Novelist and Stormzy was on the panel. He was eating a pizza for a bit of it. Jeremy was on the panel and a grime DJ, Logan Summer. So I went round and grabbed everyone and basically asked them what they... About grime. (laughs) Okay, so apparently it's the hottest day in September since 1911. uh, And I'm just about to go into the launch of This Is Grime. Yo, man, what's going on, everyone? Yeah, yes. And oh, in the place, yeah. I make some noise for man like Jamie right about now. Make some noise for my brother Stormzy right about now. Make some noise for Logie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, we're here. We just want to run through, like, what grime is to us, how we started, you know, pirate radio, YouTube. It's everything to do with how we got to where we are and where it's going forward and what grime actually means to us. Right, I've managed to stay out of the business. I'm not in the music business at all. I'm just the person that makes music in his bedroom. Are you not clap for Jamie, please? No, no, wait, clap for me, I stop. No, I, we, we wouldn't be here if you wasn't doing what you was doing. man, listen, bro. <laughs> My advice would be, all you have to do is enjoy it. That's all you have to do. If you enjoy it and nobody likes it, everybody dies, it's cool. You enjoyed it. If you don't enjoy it, and everybody loves it, you didn't enjoy it. You didn't enjoy it. If you're going to do it, enjoy it. Make the music you want to make, and enjoy it. And when you enjoy something, that positive vibe you put out. I can have a song tomorrow, and I can have four words in it. I can make a song tomorrow with four words. Just give me four words, and I'll go on the tune, get a sick beat, I'll be bouncing like, yo, and I want... Yo, I'll just be doing that. Vibes in on the beach, on the jet ski, mucking about... Friend sand, take my hair out, do rag, going mad. Somebody's gonna say Jamie is vibes in. Like they're gonna come warm towards my positive vibe because I really like it. But if I go on a tune tomorrow and I'm just doing anything, I don't really want to do it. I don't really enjoy it. I didn't want to do it. That they can, they, you can sense it. It's a vibe you don't put, you put across. So if you're gonna, whatever you're gonna do, make sure you enjoy it. That is the number one thing. Um, my name's Ricky Blue. Um, I'm a publisher, artist manager. Um, but in my very early days, I used to manage Channel U. So I've had a love for Grime for a long time and playlists of the early Wiley stuff like What Do You Call It, Crazy Titch and the rest of it. So I'm really proud of Hattie Collins and what she's done. What is it that you love about Grime? Just that raw street UK British culture. Just in its essence, you know? Like young kids doing things for themselves with their own identity and creating what they've created now out of it. Like when I think back to the early days, never had anything like this. I love grime because basically it's all just a bunch of really chill lads who just want to have a good time. Like, see how at the end of the panel discussion that we were just at, which was um, like Stormzy and Novelist and Jamie in conversation at Rough Trade, Jamie was like, why don't you just piss about and have a good time? Uh, I love grime and I make my own beats. I grew up listening to DWE, Footsie, Skepta, and I love grime because it's so raw. 
grind makes me really proud to be British. Reggie inside, hold tight the Lewisham G's, hold tight Square Gang. It's Blakey. Hold tight Blakey, hold tight Elf. Don't know where he's gone, but you know, grime's a wonderful thing, man. Like, I feel the US have their culture, which is hip hop culture, and we have our own one, which is grime. So, we have every right to have our own thing. And now, like, I've been doing it for a while, but now the scene's sick. I love grime because I think it is an incredible genre, it's authentic, raw, it's deep-rooted in London and it's very real. All the lyrics, the, the lyrics are very real. <laughs> so you know where you really like a micro-trend? Yep. I think I should get this grime book. Yay! And it should be my, It should be my homework. Yeah. Every evening I can read a bit and it then I can come back and make some notes and we can discuss it. You'll be, honestly, you'll be so clued up on grime by the time you get to the end of it. I it's should a big have come to book. the panel talk. Yeah, maybe we can get them in. Maybe we can get them on these four walls. Next grime event, I'm going to be there. Okay, great. Front row. Hi, Georgia Murray. Hello, how are you both? Good. Good. Welcome back. Thank you. Georgia, you're going to a party this week. Shannon's been to a party. What's going on? What's happening? I mean, it's all kicking off, Annie Chin. Um, yes. And Annie's not invited. Oh, Annie, you can come to both. Yeah, you can come to a party. It's okay, guys, I was busy. Um, yeah, so I'm going to Galdem's first birthday party, which is next Friday. So explain to us, what is Galdem? So, um, it's founded by Liv Little, um, and it's an online magazine run by women of colour, um, and she started that when she was at Bristol Uni. And we featured her in the magazine, yeah? Yes, we did indeed. Um, we featured her alongside Antonia, Layla and Hannah, who were also part of Galdem. OK, let's hear how you got on. So I'm here with Liv Little, who is the founding editor of Galdem. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, Georgia? Yeah, really good. Um, so for those who don't know, what is Galdem? So Galdem is essentially an online magazine where all of the content is written by women of colour. But we've kind of branched out and become curators um, and film festival organisers and just doing stuff, creative stuff in general. <laughs> but um, the primary sort of focus is uh, online. Okay, cool. And um the name, can you sort of tell us Gal a bit about that? Gialda. Uh. Um, the, the story of the name isn't like actually as exciting as I think people, <laughs> people want it to be because I often get asked this question. Um, but really, I like I knew what I wanted the platform to be about um, and then it was just a case of trying to think of something that reminded me of my sort of childhood girly kind of friendships and that would relate to a lot of other people. So I went on Urban Dictionary. Yes! <laughs> which is really embarrassing <laughs> um but yeah so i was just looking for words that meant girl and then i saw gal and i was like oh, okay what about galdem and i was like to my boyfriend what about galdem then i was like he's probably not the best person yeah. to ask <laughs> so i asked some other galdem what they thought and they were like yeah i like it so that's how it came about okay amazing so you went to bristol uni um, yes. and i've read that you became frustrated <laughs> with sort of the lack of diversity there yeah um how did that then lead to you starting galdem it wasn't like sort of there was an issue and then immediately I was like, right, I'm going to start this great thing. It took like a year of being really frustrated at how everything was being taught and coming back to my boyfriend crying because everyone in my class was weird. And like <laughs> the way that we were studying things was so boring or that I'd always be expected to be the spokesperson on issues that related to race um, and gender and that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, it was a year of just being like quite down, having maybe like one or two topics that I really engaged with, but feeling quite down. And then it was, I think towards the middle of that year, 
that I was um, back home for Easter and I went and I saw a screening of um, Aki and Saltfish by Cecil Amike. And then after that, I sort of started to think about ways that I could um, bring out my sort of creative side because it's something I'd always wanted to do, but something I hadn't done. And then I thought that journalism might be the way forward. So logistically, how did you go about it? How did you sort of go from this idea to getting people on board? And um, did you manage to secure any funding or...? Um, so let me think let me think initially i think i posted in some facebook groups which were for women of color at bristol university and then there was like a group called why is my curriculum white and i posted in that and i was like hello people i'm thinking of doing this thing hi and then a few people uh, responded and they were like yeah this sounds really cool so then we had a dinner we went to this nice little place called simply time but still my favorite restaurant uh-huh. <laughs> and we had um a little link up and a chat not everyone who was there has actually ended up being a part of it but it was just nice to sort of have a, a dialogue around these issues and like pull out the women of color who were in bristol because i didn't know that they existed yeah. but there were actually quite a lot of us which we started to realize over the course of the final year yeah um oh yeah funding <laughs> um, we didn't really well we got 500 pounds from re-inspired which basically paid for i think it was the theme the wordpress theme but that was really cheap like 30 quid and then paid for just sort of equipment and things for our our launch party but we've managed to do it um without any money not that that's necessarily a good thing but um everyone's kind of happy to do it on a voluntary basis and i think we're now at the stage that i've finished i've graduated and everyone's sort of finishing studies and like in London and all together in one place is that we want to come up with more of a sustainable business plan. Mm-hmm. And how's it grown since then? Like going from you and the initial pe- people who started and to what it is now because it's yeah. everywhere and it's amazing. It's crazy. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, it's so weird when I meet people and they're like, yes, I love it. I love it. I'm <laughs> such a fan. I've been reading it from the beginning. I'm like, no way. Aww. It's just us. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened. I think um, we spent a lot of time like trying to build up like an online presence before we'd actually cur- curated any content. So we'd already had like made sure we had like a thousand likes on Facebook and stuff like that. Um, and so it meant that we were able to kind of grow online quite quickly, I guess. I think it's a lot to do with the rate of content that we put out as well. I think mm-hmm. we're almost every day we put um, we put an article out, which is quite a lot of work. And then we're like trying to make ourselves present, not only online, but also in real life so that people can bring these dialogues you know into into a real space because it can be a bit tiring when everything is just on the internet Mm -hmm. um but i don't know i guess it must just be the fact that something like this didn't really exist before and these are conversations that that aren't really being had before so when we or when someone writes about something everyone's like oh my gosh i hadn't considered this perspective and so we find that um like a few of our writers um have been asked to come on to like bbc radio to talk about their piece because it's not been something that they've necessarily like it's so cool um but more places should be having these dialogues but it is so cool um well you guys are like the people pushing that forward and making people realize that and whilst that's not necessarily your job like it shouldn't be um you're like it's good to be able to see that we're actually having an impact yeah you're making a difference for sure like i don't think when I started and when I first met the, the the first people to get involved I probably thought it would be quite like a uni based thing or mm-hmm. like quite a low key thing and now it's branching out to different age demographics different people different countries so it's crazy I'm just I, I don't know it, it just happened it's the power of the internet yeah <laughs> um and well talking of like real spaces um 
you've hosted some incredible events and Bridging the Gap Women in Music was yeah. your most recent one. That was curated by Antonia, who is our music editor, who did an amazing job. Um, she was able to bring together like so many different women so many women that i fan over so much so and that i've never met before who were at our event which was so cool and so many women across like different disciplines um and from different um media environments from the bbc from rinse from all all walks of life um and i think the feedback that we had from that was amazing it sold out um and people saying how it was the most like up- uplifting event they'd been to in so long and i don't think those kind of discussions are often had well because you guys are so busy you also have your birthday party on friday the 23rd of yes. september um what have you got in store for people so <laughs> we're still planning which uh-huh. <laughs> is not good but um no we've got we've got um some live music from some women of color we've got some um djs some really cool djs one in particular called juice vcr um jess straker and it's basically like she has created this live music uh, video channel where like it's just on loop playing um, mm-hmm. music by independent artists. Oh, cool. So she's, we're going to have some sort of projection at the back of the room where she'll be like DJing, which would be cool. We've got our illustrators doing like a big collage type thing across this spiral staircase, hopefully. Oh my gosh. We've got um, loads of the art from our magazine exhibited. And then we're going to have bars with cheap drinks because we like to let people get drunk. Yes. Um, and we're <laughs> going to give everyone like a nice tote bag and like some goodies. And we're going to have all of our magazines will be sold there. But it's basically going to be like a big party. Amazing. Yeah. And talking of the magazine, this is your first one. It is. And what? It's big. It's big. How many pages? <laughs> it's 250 pages. Amazing. And it looks great, right? Yeah, it looks beautiful. Um, it's almost finished. We'll be like <laughs> finishing it the night before until late, probably. But um, it's beautiful. And we've got so many amazing women um, involved in the magazine. Our cover girl is Joyce Rice, who's this LA-based singer. Um, and she's incredible. She's got the most beautiful, soulful voice. Um, we've got like interviews with other people. We've got interviews with like a designer called Ibia. Um There's a woman in music piece where there's interviews with people like Julia Danuga. We've got um, we've got we've got so many different things going on. We've got like a photo shoot um, with these beautiful hijabi women. There is so much going on in it. <laughs> I like won't go into all of it, but we've got some photographers who have done some amazing series and. Yeah, it's it's it's. I'm so excited to show everyone what we've worked. Where with. and when can we get it, and how much is it? It is eight pounds, which I think is okay for two hundred and fifty. That is pages. a book. It's, it's like a, book. a big it's book. A book. Yeah, um, and you can pre-order it on our big cartel, which is just Galdemzine, which is G A L D M Z I N E. Um, if you type that in, it should come up, um, and it's all over our like Twitter, which is again Galdemzine and Facebook and all of that kind of stuff. So if you want to order one, do it soon. Get on it now. So you have done so much and over kind of like different mediums. Um, What advice would you have for women wanting to do what you do? Uh, I think um, if I could do it and I had no experience in media, I think it's very possible for other people to do it too. But I think it's just about being brave. And if you have an idea, run with it. Don't, Don't run with it without doing any background research before. But, you know, like see what's out there and what isn't out there and where you can fit in. Um, I think the most important thing and why Galdem has been such a success is because of our amazing team of editors who are like so dedicated, our sub-editors who are so dedicated, our writers who are so dedicated. It's like, it really is like a family. It's like a team effort. Um, so it's all about finding people that you can work with, but you can also be friends with and hang out with. And we've managed to strike like a really, really nice balance mm-hmm. where we can do all of those things. And what has been the biggest challenge that you've learned from? 
The most challenging thing has probably been so like most of our feedback is like really positive, but there have been some criticisms. And I think the most like difficult challenge or like criticism that we've had often stems from like people reading one piece and then being like, I don't agree with that piece. Like mm-hmm. you all obviously think this thing, you're all obviously wrong. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. It's like, well, no, I don't necessarily agree with that exact piece, but if it's a well written, like thought through um article like that's cool it's not about me reproducing my opinions like that's not the point of it so i think um just learning how to deal with that and to make people understand that yeah (laughs) which is really difficult and annoying but online you're always gonna get you are you are and for people who want to contribute whether that's writers or photographers Mm -hmm. um or even getting involved in your events, yeah. how can they do that? Um, just email us, uh, just info at galdem.com. There's a hyphen in between the gal and dem.com. Um, and like, just show us some of your work. Just say, hey, like, obviously a lot of us didn't have backgrounds in writing before we started. So we're like really willing to help people um, and like edit their work. And what is up next for you? The big thing that we have planned for the 28th, which is so exciting, is that we are doing a takeover of the vna like a friday late so we're going to be taking over the whole vna it's so exciting which is crazy and it's the 28th of october 28th right? of october yeah yeah but we're going to be doing maybe 12 to 15 um different curations in different spaces we'll have people like babes um and our sort of favorite women of color in creative industries there um doing their thing but in like in the vna which is gonna be amazing we're gonna do like a live radio show which will be hosted by zara swansea um who runs road femme and it's just it's going to be so much fun so good we'll see <laughs> and people can just turn up to that right yeah, yeah that's um yeah as far as i know people just turn up to that perfect please everyone check them out they are doing such amazing things so thank you so much Liv, thanks for, for having coming me. in and see you soon <laughs> bye <laughs> well Liv's really inspiring yeah it's amazing how she started at uni and now the vna want them so i looking forward to getting my hands on that book size magazine yeah no honestly it looks incredible so where can we find out more about them so their website is gal-dem.com and their social handle is galdemzine um so make sure you follow them to find out more about their magazine and the vna takeover cool thanks georgia well we'll see you next episode you will indeed bye guys bye So that was Georgia Murray speaking to Liv Little from Gaudem. Now, shall we hear what happened when I challenged Shannon and Delicious Stella to a battle of crisps? Things got pretty intense. Hi, so I'm here with Bella Younger, aka Deliciously Stella. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Good, yeah. Welcome to the ASOS building. What's your first impressions? Um, oh, it's pretty trendy. Yeah, yeah. There was some real like hipsters outside, and I was like, "Ooh." Were they the models? The models quite often hang out outside mm, at lunchtime. Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah they looked pretty modelly. I was you... like, "Is that some from One Direction?" No, <laughs> no, no. It's just an ASOS model. Yeah, it's prime model spotting time. Actually, it's lunchtime. Um, I almost don't know how to introduce you because you've got a podcast. We we're just talking about your Edinburgh show. You've just come back from. You've got a book that's coming out, but. I guess, and the, the little web series. As well. That's so patronising. Sorry, I didn't mean to say the little web <laughs> the series. The little web series. Oh, that thing. The BBC, <laughs> the BBC Three short videos. Yeah. Um, but should we take it back to the start? Because you started off with this kind of parody Instagram account, Deliciously Stella, right? Indeed, I did. All right, yeah. tell us. Tell us about that. Um, so basically, I decided to become a comedian. And I was like, no one's going to come see my show. No one's going to know who I am. What am I going to do? So I started this parody Instagram account where I essentially 
lightly mock people who are part of the wellness <laughs> industry. <laughs> yeah. So for people who don't follow you, you kind of do... I'm trying to think of my favourite post. I mean, there's a really good one where you've... You basically, you've got some avocado on toast, right? And yeah. then you've got a little fried egg sweets on top. Yeah, Haribo eggs. And was that because you were just like sick of the sheer volume of egg breakfast being posted on Instagram? Avocado and eggs on toast is the most hashtag food on Instagram. Is that true? It's true. It's That's got, a real fact? It's, the, it's, in, oh it's in the millions, I think, now. That's crazy. Isn't that absolutely mad? You know it's got big because it's come, like, it's out of London. Like, my parents are from <laughs> Scotland and you can go and get it now, like, in their local cafe. It's so and crazy. that is insane. It's just permeated. So how, and how did you get from that to making this, like, full-on Instagram account that is hilarious? So I started by just taking pictures of myself being really gross because I was like, <laughs> my boss is like, you're the most disgusting person I've ever met. Like, you've, you've got to do this as like a, a, the antithesis of all the wellness. And I was like, okay, right. So I just took pictures of myself like eating pepperonis and being really hungover, which is what I do in day-to-day life. Yeah. And then I sort of realised as it gained more and more traction that it was funnier to be a bit closer to the bone. And then Davina McCall found it and she tweeted about it and it was like, what a babe. Yeah, such a babe. I love her so much. Oh, she's great. Have you been a fan since day one? Big yeah, brother? yeah. Massive Aww. fan. Um, and were you kind of surprised about how quickly it's taken off? Like you've got, is it about 130,000 followers mm, now? Yeah. Whoa. I know. Yeah, it's been like just over a year. And it's got that many followers. I'm so surprised. I had no idea. I genuinely, I thought that some people might share it on Facebook and then like 10 more people might come and see my show. <laughs> but now I'm doing a show like based on the Instagram. And yeah, and I've got all these followers and it's great. I mean, I've got so many fun things going on. So, so exciting. Yeah, so you just got back from Edinburgh. How was the show? It was good. The whole thing was sold out. Amazing. Which was really great. Um, yeah, I had a really good response. It was absolutely knackering. It's the longest festival in the whole world. Like how it can be a month yeah, long. Yeah, it just is crazy. Know. I can't go out and recover. <laughs> like even though my show's at 7.30 and I've got all day to lie in bed, I'm still just like, <laughs> I don't want to do it today. And your book is out now. Yes, it is. I'm so excited. Um, it's the coolest thing. I never thought that I would ever get to write a book let alone a novelty loo book, um, which is pretty much what it is because there's not one single recipe that you can make in there that will actually taste delicious. What can you tell us more about the book? So basically, it's it's the kind of thing that you get in your Christmas stocking or you get as a present and it's basically made up of recipes that look like they're really healthy, but they're all made up of white carbohydrates and pick and mix. The best. Yeah. The best bits of food and eating. The best bits of food <laughs> and eating, but everything's a bit rank. So you don't really want to make porridge and then cover it in like gummy blackberries. I do. I really do. You do? Well, <laughs> yeah. The maybe, book is for me. Maybe that can be my, my foray into vlogging. I can just make every single recipe. Yes. Vlog away. All right. Um, do you know about our little game, our challenge we're about to make you play? I'm excited. Okay. So basically... Uh, crisps feature fairly heavily right across Mm. your across your instagram and your crisps anyway you love crisps i also love crisps so for this episode we thought we'd do a little crisp crispy game annie she's scoured camden for the best crisp flavors we're gonna blind taste them and whoever gets the flavor first gets the point you see, I'm quite scared about this because Walkers have just released all those new flavours of crisps. So there are all these random flavours I might never have tasted before. So it's going to be a real taste test. You should be scared because I've tried them all. <laughs> Braggy. Right, right, the first bit of this game is that you need to be blindfolded. So we don't want any cheating. Okay. Can I blindfold myself? Yes. We trust you. Okay. I'm going to blindfold Charlotte. I'm getting quite nervous now. <laughs> 
That is like Hello. music to my ears, that noise. Okay, how do we know where it is? <laughs> so let's just explain. There's a plate in front of both of you, and I'm going to put one crisp on the plate for each of you. And when I say go, yeah. you both have to... I'll direct you to where the plates are. <laughs> okay. When I say I've go, got it. you have to pick it okay. up, yeah. put it in your mouth, and the first person to shout out and get it right gets the point. Okay. Ready, steady, go. Oh, my God. It's, oh, it's chicken. Oh, chicken. It's chicken. No. Oh. Oh, my oh, God. Um, sweet chili. Kettle yes. chip. It's a sweet chili. Oh, sweet no, chili that's what it chip. is. Yeah. Why does it taste so chilly? <laughs> it is. It. <laughs> and then it's got the kick, the aftertaste. Oh. Okay, Shannon, one point to you. Yes. That was a Sensations Thai sweet chili. Oh, I thought it was a kettle chip, to be fair. Right. Round two. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Steady, Go. Oh, now that is it. It's the snack and jack thing. Yes, yes, <gasps> right. Oh my god, I guess a healthy one. I'm such I a fraud. <laughs> I knew it. You were just too quick. Round two. I'm salt and vinegar, snack and jack. I'm quite partial to a salt and vinegar mm. snack and jack. Me too. They are quite nice. Okay, this is one all. I've still got snack and jack in my palate. Me too. Are we ready for round three? Yeah. Yeah. Crisps are on plate. Ready, steady, go. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's one of those frazzle things, bacon rasher ones. Yes! <laughs> You're so, <laughs> so speedy. I'm so greedy. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. It is a crispy bacon frazzle. I like a frazzle after a salt and vinegar. Mm. I would say I have a bonus. So, Shannon, you could redeem yourself. Okay. Right. I have a bowl. Here that I'm going to put in front of you. Right. Right, hold on. You each have to take a handful. Mm-hmm. There are three flavours of crisp within this bowl. You need to taste, you need to taste the handful. At once. Yeah, at one It has to be at once. You can't, okay. And you have to try and guess what three flavours are in this bowl. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to let Bella take a handful first, but don't put it in your mouth. Yeah. Okay. Shannon, take a handful. Oh, I think you're almost there. It's quite difficult when you're going to. I'm very Okay, yeah, you've got a pretty nice handful there. Right. Oh, sorry, my Ready? Yeah. Steady. Eat. But oh. what's it? Oh, gross, isn't it? Oh, there's a McCoy in there. So I'm going to Cheese, oh. what's it? And just another, like... Yeah, it's oh. a what's it and something else. Just like a bog-standard kettle chip number. Yeah, and what flavour is that kettle chip? Sweet chilli. No, we've yeah. had that. Chicken. Um... No. Oh. Cheese and onion. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that was such an evil laugh for evil gameplay. That was a com- that was You've got combined effort, you have guessed all of those three flavours. Can I take my blindfold yes, off? You may take your blindfolds off. Like Bella edged it slightly. Oh, I did no. by one. Congratulations. By one. I'm you a real did crisp very fan. Well at the com- combined flavour of crisp. Thank mm, you. Yeah, you did really well. Bella, thank you so much. That's all right. You've been amazing. Anytime. Uh, so the book is out now. The book is out do, now. Do, come on, you can do the plug. Um, yeah, the book is out now. You can buy it in Waterstones. You can buy it on Amazon. You can buy it in Urban Outfitters. Um, and it's, yeah, it costs nine ninety nine, and it's an ideal gift. Yay. All right, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Bye. Oh, Annie, I can't believe I lost the crisp battle. I know, I can't believe it either. Your crisp knowledge is quite good. Yeah, on that slightly sad end, that brings us to the end of the podcast. 
Thank you to everyone who's spoke to me at the This Is Grime launch. Thank you to Gemma and Joe who taught Shannon about a micro trend. Yeah, thanks for that. Thank you, Bella Younger, Deliciously Stella. You can follow her. Her handles are at Deliciously Stella. Thank you to Liv Little from Galdem and Georgia Murray for speaking to her. And join us again in two... Ooh. Oh. Hang on. Okay, we won't be back in two weeks as normal. We are taking a mini break because we're approaching our 13th episode and here at These Four Walls, we're kind of superstitious. Yeah, so we're not going to be back for an episode 13. We're going to be back in three weeks' time, so tune in then. For episode 14. Do you think they believed us? Yeah, because we're actually going on holiday. Shh. Shh. And if you like us, don't forget to rate us. Remember to subscribe on Acast, iTunes or your favourite podcast app and tune in next episode for more from These Four Walls. Oh, I think that episode went pretty well. Uh, Annie? Yeah? Did we thank Warren? Oh, thanks to our producer, Warren. (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.